0: does not put a smile on your face, I don't know what will, amen. There is nothing like it, yes, Father God. <laughs> thank you, right now, Lord. That's all I have to say, Father God, is just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for every blessing, Father God, for every promise kept, Lord, every prayer answered, Father God. The very fact that we're in this place today, Lord Jesus, thank you. Go and lift up your hands with me in this place. Just worship from your own heart right now.
1: in us, oh God. Wake up, oh all- sign, God. Everything that I've been through, everything I've went through, everything that took place, I'm putting it aside because I'm here to worship you. I'm here to believe in you. I'm here to trust in you. And I'm going to believe for my family. I'm going to believe for my loved ones. I'm going to believe for God to break shackles, break chains, bring them out of darkness, bring them out of the grave, bring them out of being dead in in, in the world, bring them into life. I want us to turn and face our prayer wall. And we're going to believe God. We're going to believe God. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. We come before you, Father, as a church, as a family, as believers, God, uh, and we're lifting up our prayer wall, God, uh, all our loved ones that are on there, God, uh, that you will begin to break yokes uh, and bondages, God, uh, begin to draw them back to you, God, uh, begin to bring back life into them, God. uh, We're speaking health and strength uh, and healing, Father, in the name of Jesus. uh, You know every situation uh, and you know every circumstance, uh, God, we pray right now, God, uh, that you will cause uh, a healing, a healing. Healing, I heal it, I heal it in their life. Oh, I heal it in their family, I heal it in their life now. Yes, yes, yes,
2: because we're calling forth,
1: we're calling forth the the tribal to come back, we're calling forth life
3: to come back. Come on, come on.
1: No limits. Come on. They worship. They seek God. One of the great habits of a spiritual life, of a healthy life, is worship. Come on. You can worship your way out of anything. Worship your way into anything. Amen. So there's nothing like worshiping God. So we are excited you are with us. Amen. This morning. Come on. Amen. Representing your healthy life, healthy families, church. Come on. Amen. It's beautiful, beautiful presence in this place. We know God, God has brought liberty and freedom. You can feel it. You can sense it. Amen. So we just want you just to enjoy today's service. and God ministers to you. So go ahead and be seated this morning and enjoy this next announcement. Give the worship team a great clap offering. You did an awesome, awesome job.
0: Welcome, thanks for coming out to Living Word Inland Empire. Here's just a few announcements before we begin. Is it your first time here? If so, we would love to connect with you. All you have to do is text NEW to LW to the number 484-848 so we can connect with you and get to know you just a bit better. We would love to pray with you here at Living Word, so we encourage you to fill out a prayer card on campus or you can comment below or direct message us. And once God answers that prayer, we encourage you to fill out a praise report so we can rejoice in the Lord with you. you it's that time of year. If you would like your contribution letter, we encourage you to click the link in our contribution letter post and fill out your information so you can receive your letter by January 31st. Yeah, hold we hold a live youth Zoom nights every second and fourth Friday, and we want you youth to be a part of it. So be sure to register today by clicking the link in our bio on our Instagram or checking out our post on Facebook. Alrighty couples, get excited for your Healthy Marriage Couple Seminar held January 15th at 7 p.m. Come invest in the vision. We're so excited to announce our new shirts we have available. Be sure to purchase yours while supplies last. And this just in, we will be holding our Growing Healthy course every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. This course will begin on February 3rd, so be sure to purchase your books while supplies last. We have many ways to give towards our ministry. You can give through Zelle, which is the best way to give because the processing fees do not affect you or the church and your tithes and offering goes directly to the church. Or you can call in your giving, do text to give, or give online by checking out our website. Hey everyone, that is all the announcements we have for you guys today. If you guys would like to stay connected with us, you guys can follow all of our social media accounts. Now let's open up our hearts and get ready for an awesome word.
2: This morning, it's so good to
1: be in God's house and to sense his presence. You know, I know we don't go by feelings, but doesn't it feel good when you can feel them? Come on, somebody, when you can feel the power of God and his presence in his house. Uh, um, I know we just had the announcements, but I, I want to go over um, a few of them if I can. We just, we're just we going to be having every Wednesday starting next week. Not uh, me next week, next month, excuse me. We're going to be called the Healthy... Healthy, growing healthy, growing healthy. It's a 13-week course. Come on, amen. And um, we're gonna have the books, and you can order the books if you like to have a book and follow along with us. Great. If not, you don't need one. But if you want one and to hold it as as your notes and, and for what you have, order one. I'm telling you, it'll it'll be a blessing to you. Come on, it'll be a blessing to you. And so we're just gonna go into some solid, strong, foundational things uh, uh, um, as a believer that we need if we're gonna have a healthy life that we must know what we believe in. Come on somebody. We must know what we believe in. We must we must know his word. And so like that we can we can be strong so when we get hit with things we can stand. Amen and and we built our house on a solid foundation, not on sand. Come on somebody. Amen, not on sand, but a, a, a solid ground. And the solid word. And it's going to be awesome. We'll be doing that every Wednesday uh, for the next 13 weeks. And so like that, God can just minister to us. God can speak to us. And I really want uh, our church to be healthy. Come on, somebody. I want our church to be healthily firm in God's word. Healthily firm in what we believe in. Amen. And not just not knowing what is the things of God, but knowing really what God has for us as a church. Amen. And so that, I'm excited for that. And also, if you see all the new shirts, come on, see all the people with a lot of new shirts here. Amen. Uh, um, it's a new thing that we, we just set up a, a, a downstairs, the, the system and everything there. And we're going to be training men in the home to know how to, to learn to get a trade. So uh, come on, somebody. Amen. It's going to be a blessing. And all, all, all proceeds are going to go to help the ministry, to help the home, and, and other things. So I'm excited for that amen, and we can do them at a good price, amen, and able to just to continue just doing what God, God wants us to do, amen, and just, just going from there, going from there, and, and also we're going to be hopefully, I'm um, hopefully trying to finish up the cafe, because this is where the women go, and they bake the bread at, come on, amen, and that's what they use for fundraising, and so we're trying to get everything situated, so that we will continue doing the work of God, work of the ministry, and allowing God to be God, amen. So I'm excited um, because we get ready to give. We're going to pray for our tithes and offering. Amen. If you need an envelope, lift up your hand. The ushers will give an envelope. There's hands going up throughout the crowd. Also, don't forget we can give on Zal um, in different ways. You can text it in. You can call it in. You can do it online. Uh, um, but I'm telling you, if you, you call it in and nobody answers, just say, call us back. They will call you back and get go from there. I know some people... Um, are are it's challenging for them to do the zeal and things like that, which is fine. And they like it like that. That's great. We're able to take care of that. It's not a problem. But God's church, I'm telling you, God's church, get ready. Come on, God's people, get ready. God's people, get ready because God is up to something. Whenever there is, every, when, there, oh, when there is pain and when there is suffering and when there is discomfort, when there is... Uh, adversity, when there is an attack on you and on your life, that you know something right behind it is coming. It's a blessing coming right behind it. There's a breakthrough coming right behind it. There is something mighty coming right behind it. And so we have to keep our eyes off the trial and put our eyes on God. Come on, somebody. And so that is what will get us through a lot of things in life. And it's the same way financially is that we don't stay focusing on all these things that are trying to rob us from giving to God. And because then we end up robbing God, and the only one that gets hurt is us. And so when we don't tithe, we're saying, God, I can do this myself. I don't need you. When we don't give to God what belongs to God, we say, God, I don't need you in my finances. And so guess what he does? He's a gentleman, and he'll step away from your finances. And then we we feel the pain, and we feel the discomfort, and we, we feel the bills talking louder and louder. And then we see ourselves being robbed because we literally robbed God. So this year, get spiritually healthy, financially healthy. Say, God, I'm I'm doing what I was called to do, is to give back to God what belongs to God. Amen. And that's the thing. It brings a blessing to you. brings a blessing into your finances. Amen. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning, God, for your people, for your church, Father, for your giver, God, and those that are planting seeds, Father, and believing in you, Father, financially like never before, we pray a blessing, the windows of heaven being poured upon them, God. I pray the spirit of health and strength come upon them, breakthrough financially, God, in them, God, that they will begin to develop, Father, God, greater things, God, businesses, open up businesses that they have dreams and desires and they be putting it off, oh God, that they will begin to start doing them, Father. They would push themselves this year, God. To do more for you, God, and I pray a blessing on their finances in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, "Amen." Give God a great clap offering, Amen. There's some of you that are really talented and really gifted, and, and you've been, you God's been putting in you to open up a business and do something with that gift that you have, and you have it. God say, "Now's the time." Come on, somebody, now's the time. Take a risk on the Lord. Push yourself. You're gonna see it, Amen. Amen. man, I, 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 I just found out, I think, where's Titi at? Titi, where's she at? She just opened her own. She, does, she goes catering and does the food. Come on, somebody, amen, I'm telling you. So if you ever need anything, call her. Amen. You know, I want you to make me praise the Lord. All right, here we go. Hey, if you have your Bibles, go to Third John chapter one. Third John chapter one, our opening scripture Verse two, we're all ministering on healthy lives right now, healthy lives, and we're talking about spirit, healthy habits for a healthy life, healthy habits for a healthy life. And third John, is only one chapter, verse two says this, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers just as your soul prospers Father in the name of Jesus we thank you this morning for your presence that's in this place Father we are carefully Father God to allow you to move and to deal with us and to speak to us so oh God and to convict our hearts oh God and to bring strength and life God and health to us God that we are open to receive from you Father in Jesus' name, and the church says, amen. amen. Uh, Wednesday, I, I broke down on a Spiritual Healthy Life, and we, we laid down a great foundation of what I've been teaching. And if you missed it, please go back, watch it on podcasts or on YouTube, and also on Facebook, wherever you can get it. Hear it, let it begin to resonate in you. We talked about healthy minds, talked about healthy spirits, and healthy bodies And we we laid out a great thing there. We talked about how if we're going to be healthy spiritually, that we need to remember that we are sanctified. Come on, somebody. We are set apart. Come on, we are set apart. God has rescued us. God has saved us for a purpose. God has delivered us. That no longer us. We don't entertain the flesh no more. You know, because a carnal mind, amen, uh, uh, it it begins to get caught up in all these things. It brings death. It's an enemy of God. And so we need to get back to being spiritual and allowing God to cause us to prosper. And it's our responsibility to maintain, come on, it's our, military, our responsibility to maintain spiritual healthiness, amen. So I want to get into a couple of habits if I can, some spiritual habits for a healthy life that will help us, amen. So again, healthy habits for a healthy life. And I want to talk about the first habit if I can. I think that it it should become a habit because I believe that all our habits should become behavior. Listen to what I'm saying. Our habits should end up becoming behavior. How many ever picked up a bad habit? Somebody picked up a bad habit by the the way you chew your food? I have a bad habit when I eat my food. You know what my bad habit is? When I eat my food, my kids hate it. I'm like, "Mm, oh my God. God, oh, I'm like, I'm straight out. I'm telling, I'm saying how it feels, ah, how it tastes. Oh my God. My kids are looking at me like, dad, take it down a notch. And I'm like, oh, because it's so good, you know? And, and we have some habits. You probably picked up habits smoking. You never, you hated smoking. All of a sudden you became a chimney. <laughs> you know, some people, you know, had a, you picked up all these other habits and all these weird habits that affected you. You know, that that begin to create discomfort, begin to create division, begin to create people can't sit by you or do things because you have a habit of doing certain stuff. My stepdad had a habit. I could not stand it. He would suck his teeth. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so there's a lot of different habits that we have that for us, they're nothing. We think they're nothing. But to others, they're like, go to the other room. Or they'll leave the room. And so there's a lot of things in what we say and how we talk. We've picked up some pretty bad habits. I'm to talk about some healthy habits. If that okay this morning? Come on. Some healthy habits. Amen. So, the first, so some healthy living. And so one of the first habits that I believe that every believer should have that every born-again Christian, one who's changed their lives, one who becomes a new creation of Jesus, one who says, I believe in the resurrection. I believe that he died for me. Come on, I I believe that he bled for me. I believe that everything that Jesus did for me but be, I believe it, He reconciliated me, he fixed the damage that I had with others. He redeemed my time, he, he fixed the time that I lost. Come on, somebody, and you you believe all that. if you believe that God justified you, the word justify me just as you 've never sinned, He made you pure and holy again, and it 's not your holiness, but it 's his holiness, his righteousness that lives in us now and so if we if we are those type of believers and we are those type of Christians, then we need to understand that one of the Healthy habits that we must have is a prayer life prayer life a, a prayer life, and prayer simply is communicating with god it 's talking to god it 's speaking to god it 's letting him know your concerns, your hurts your pains it 's opening up to him for not only for your wants and needs but for other things. See prayer is the releaseness of your dysfunctions. It's a releaseness of anxiety and stress, but we don't use it like that. And so it's also, it's when you say you have any complaints, call this place. He's your complaint box. So when you pray, you have complaints, there you go. Go complain to him. You love gossip? Gossip to him. Prayer. Prayer. Is speaking to God. Now listen to this. We see that Jesus set up a beautiful picture of what prayer is and that others wanted that. Listen to this. Although Jesus was about to go and, and, and go pray, the crowd didn't want him to leave. They're saying, no, he could do better good if he stays. Listen to what I'm saying. But Jesus knew that prayer was important priority of a healthy life come on he knew even though the people cause always you feel people and things always try to stop you from praying every time you try to pray how many of you know you get phone calls you know you gotta you think of this you think of the clothes you think of the dishes you think I gotta fix this I gotta do that and it's like every time you're about to pray something distraction happens anybody know what I'm talking about and it's like my God you never called me now you wanna call me And and so you'll know how much prayer you have by first of all, take away praying for your food, take away praying for your car, and traveling mercy. So you should be praying for traveling mercy. Every time you get in the car, you should pray for traveling mercy because you don't know who's out there driving crazy. You should pray for your food because you don't know who's touching your food. Your wife might probably poison you, I'm just kidding. These are things that we've learned growing up. Always pray for peace and strength. So, so now if, you're not, if that's all you pray and there's no more prayer from that, then you're prayerless. Then you are powerless. Take away prayer when you come to church. Oh, I'm gonna show up to church and pray. Take that away. What do you have at home now? That time you spent with God, where is it? So we find now that our prayer life is not healthy. So I need to create a a healthy prayer life. I need to create a habit of praying. Again, what is a habit? A habit is something that's reoccurring. Keep doing it over and over again. Come on, somebody. You got to keep it up over and over again. Now look at Mark chapter one, verse 35 says this. In early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went away to a... Secure place, as it, as, and was praying there. He got up, went to a secure place and prayed. He separated himself from distraction. Sometimes you thank God you can pray at work. You need to pray at work when you can. If you know you can pray there, you can pray silently. But it's nothing like separating yourself and finding a place to pray. Come on, there's a place in our house that we pray. My wife prays that. There's spots that that we know that we pray. And when we get there, we know God meets us there. We know the spirit of God is there. It's a familiar place. Just like when we come to church and we come and we pray, there's a familiarity. When I come and I release things before God. So we need to find a place. Someone say pray. Again, you got to remember, things will try to stop you. Even yourself, you, sometimes when you haven't prayed for a while and you're unhealthy, you try to pray and you can't. And anybody know what I'm talking about? When you're when you trying and because of unhealthiness, spiritually, you try and you, you want to, but you just, your mind, the devil's playing your mind. And he's telling you things and he says, God don't want to hear you. Telling you things like, what do you have to say? Telling you things that like you don't deserve to talk to God. And and your flesh will begin to say, you don't even know how to say it. I remember one time I was so dry for six months that I was so dry. When I went to go talk to God, I felt like my, my words were hitting the ceiling, not even the ceiling, the floor. And I was trying to, trying to, but I couldn't. But I I didn't stop. I had to be consistent. I was consistent. I was consistent. And and, and then I would get there and I would put on worship. And and I would begin to pray to worship. And and slowly, slowly things begin to fall off. So you can't give up in prayer when you have not been active in prayer. Everybody with me? Come on. So this this is something that we need to do. We need to create healthy habits for a healthy life prayer, listen to this, prayer gives you authority. See, when you don't have pray, then you, you lose that authority, that, that, that power, and so you feel embarrassed. Can I get an amen? Look at Luke chapter four, verse 42 says this. When day came, Jesus left and went to a secure place and the crowds were searching for him and came to him, listen, and tried to keep him from going away from them. What was he trying to do? He was trying to go pray. He was trying to go find a place to get rid of stuff that was on him, get rid of stuff that he's seen, get rid of stuff that he heard. Because people will pour things on you. Come on, people will vomit on you. Your kids will stress you out. Your spouse will stress you out. Your job will stress you out. People you love will stress you out. People you don't like will stress you out. Is there anybody real in this church? And so then you pray. Someone say pray. So you pray. And and so they were trying to keep him from going away. And sometimes things will try to get in our way to keep us from retreating, to go pray.
0: To our TV audience on channel 33, Roku and Firestick, continue to watch today's message with us on Facebook and YouTube. Now let's return back to our live service.
1: It's like a phone. You got a phone and you're active. You can do things. You can connect to the web. You can call people. You can take pictures. But as the battery goes down... Things begin to shut off. Now you can't open certain apps. You can't open certain things, and it's going lower and lower. It says now it's on. What's it called? Save mode or whatever, low power mode. And now things, because there's less power, because it haven't connected to the wall. Has it connected to the source? And so pretty soon, what happens? It, it dies. And then it'll pop up. Maybe a battery is like, it done. And that's how it is when we don't pray. We slowly start shutting down because prayer keeps you sensitive. But when you're not praying no more, you stop being sensitive. And so you're not healthy no more. And now you're getting back to being really unhealthy. And you're not sensitive to God's voice no more. Prayer makes you sensitive to God. You with me? So then when you hear something, it brings conviction, it brings repentance. When you hear something, it's causing you to wake up and say, no, I can't, I can't. And because prayer keeps you sensitive. Keeps you sensitive. Everybody okay this morning? Someone say prayer. i never forget what my pastor always said. Little prayer, little power. A lot of prayer, a lot of power. That was the trademark growing up. Always, always, always someone say prayer. prayer. Listen to this, please, church. Prayer that promotes godliness is not just one simple occasional prayer. What does that mean? That means you can't expect to live godly if you're occasionally just praying once in a while. You guys okay? Here we go, here we go. Being godly. And when you pray, only in the times of trouble or needs does not convert you to holiness. So a lot of times the Bible says, if anyone's in trouble, let him what? Pray. He said, let him pray. But if we only pray when we're in trouble, that's not going to create a healthy life. We only pray when we want something. It's not going to create a healthy life. A healthy man, a healthy woman. We can't do that. It's like going to the gym once a month is not gonna change anything. Believe me, I know. (laughs) So now I have to be consistent. So I've been consistent and I'm seeing results. Consistency, keeping it up, keeping it up over and over brings results. Come on, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Results are coming. See, it's not, listen to this please. It's not a duty to pray, it's a delight to pray. It's a blessing to pray. It's a blessing that God has his ear open to us. It's a blessing that God is saying, I can't wait to hear your voice, daughter. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I can't wait to hear you, my son. Oh my God, I am ready to hear you. I love you. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yes. Tell me your problems. Tell me your issues. Tell me who stressed you out. Tell me your kids got on your nerves. Tell me something. And, and, and this is what the disciples were seeing Jesus do this, how he separated. They've seen that Jesus prayed different than others. <laughs> they seen that he prayed different than others that were there in those times. Because back then they would pray out there in the corners and they would be like, Oh God, I'm glad I'm not like so and so. Imagine that, being in a church and sitting next to someone saying, and they're talking about you. God, I'm just glad I'm not like Sister Cantiflas over here. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe her. Amen. And oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. You know, you're like, what did I do? And all these Pharisees and Sadducees prayed a certain way. And Jesus prayed, saying, Father, help me. Come on, Father, help me. He, Jesus prayed and cried out to the Father for guidance and, and, and for, to help him in the times of tragedy, in the times of pain. So they, they, they were really, really tripping because Jesus was showing that my habits are becoming my behavior. Come on, somebody. My habits are becoming my behavior and my behavior is becoming my lifestyle. Don't say lifestyle. Please, I know you've heard this before. I'm saying it again. Prayer changes things. Simple, that prayer changes things. So when they heard Jesus praying in Luke chapter, let's go to Luke 11, Luke 11. Something happened because they're seeing Jesus praying. And all of a sudden in Luke chapter 11, verse one, what? It said, it says this. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. They're saying, My God, the way we hear and what we're hearing because we're eavesdropping. When I was in the home, I would tell the guys, you need to pray loud because others don't know how to pray. So you can teach them how to pray. So they hear you praying for something, now they know what they can pray for. And so now they know they need to pray for themselves and they got to pray for their family and they got to pray for their friends and they got to pray for breakthrough and they got to pray that God helped them and give them strength, keep keeping power. And so, so it's so important when we pray that our kids watch us praying. Someone said, while, well, our kids need to watch you pray? Cause they're like, my mom never prays, and you're over praying in this place where she don't see you once. well. they need to see you once in a while. It's okay. And when they crack in and catch you praying, say, "Hey, come on, sit down sit here. Come here." Amen. I like my kids when they walk in and see me praying. Or study, they're like, they like slowly like, come here, let me talk to you a little bit. What did you learn? And I start sharing with them. I start talking. Like every time at the service, I just get in my car and I tell my kids, "Hey, tell me what you learned today when I preached." And then my daughter will go and she goes, I want to go first. And she'll go first. And she'll break it down. They'll break it down like, oh, you were listening. My daughter, the other day, Bella, she wrote, she takes notes. She's been taking, you got your no, where's your notebook at? You forgot it. She was taking notes at the first service. And she wrote every, I read her notes. She goes, go read, go read your notes to me. I said, my God, can I have your notes? I didn't even have no notes. I just preached what God told me. She had notes. But is, they need to catch you once in a while. Instead of catching you do bad stuff. Here we go. <laughs> Hebrews 11. This is teach us to pray. Look at, please listen to this. We live in a world filled with temptation, trials, problems, headaches, burdens, and sins. Amen? We, we deal with this. And an intimate prayer life, listen, an intimate prayer life. Should be a priority because it'll keep us from keep us connected to God and sensitive to His will. That means that we, if our intimate prayer with God, we keep it up. It'll keep us from temptation. It'll keep us from trials. It'll keep us to go through the headaches and the burdens and and the lies that come our way. But if you you have no prayer, how do you survive? By surrendering to the flesh. So a healthy life has a healthy habit of praying. So let's say pray. pray. We need to pray. We we're opening this I think this Monday will be at 9 to 10. If you need to come, the doors will be open. If you if you if you have time, come the doors will be open from nine to ten to pray. Brother Pete and Karina will be here. There'll be the prayer leaders here for the intercession to help us intercede. Come on. Because why? Because we need that. We need that. From 9 to 10 or 9 to 11, one of those, but that was going to start at 9. And it's going to be open. You know, come and find a spot and pray. We'll have a list of what to pray for and help us pray. We're going to create an intercession group. So we are interceding. Come on, somebody, interceding, praying for our prayer wall. Keep on praying for our prayer wall. You know, I'm telling you, a prayer won't work. We're praying for our family. I love ones. I just got a phone call a couple of days ago uh, from my, my stepsister that I haven't talked to like in 20-some years. And uh, they were supposed to come today. I don't know if they came or not. They haven't came. but I don't know if they made it or not. They were supposed to come today. And because we wanted to talk, she wanted to talk to her and her daughter and her family. And I said, okay, God, God, you know what you're doing. Come on, somebody. That's the power of God. It's the power of God. Because we've been praying. We've been, things are being loosened. I know some of you, if you have a praise report, please let us know about your praise report, about what's going on in your family. We want to know. We we want to know because we know prayer's working. We know it's working. We know it's working. There's things happening. Things are taking place. This is what I've, I've learned throughout all the years of ministry. Whatever we do and whatever is accomplished is accomplished on our knees. It's accomplished by submitting to God Giving him our time for he can give us instructions. So, everything that we've accomplished here as a church, as a family, has been through prayer. Not by talent, not by gifts, not by money, not by my good looks, nothing like that. Oh, you missed it. It's been, somebody say, prayer. It's been prayer. It's been, someone say, prayer. It's been 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 prayer. Prayer accomplishes things. Prayer accomplishes things. Prayer accomplishes things. Come on, say it together. Prayer accomplishes things. Those that are watching us, put it in the comments. Prayer accomplishes things. So a lot of accomplishments are due to prayer. That's, what, that's the bottom line. When people tell me, Edgy, how did you succeed? How did you do? Prayer. A lot of prayer, a lot of crying, a lot of boogers, a lot of shouting. God is screaming. And there's different types of prayer. There's a simple prayer, and there's intimate prayer. There's interceding prayer. Standing in the gap, because we was there. find a man to stand in the gap, where you can stand in the gap for your family. Same thing, when, I'm telling you. We, we, we prayed for CJ's pray um, wife's, what's her name? Debbie, Debbie's daughter. Debbie's dad, excuse me, Debbie's dad. He was in the hospital. And, and that's, I think, like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago on a Sunday morning, we went and played some tennis at the service. And so she said that her father was going to pull the plug on him. and They're dealing with coronavirus, and he's been there for I don't know how many weeks. And, and all of a sudden, I go, well, let's pray. Let's believe God. I told him, we're going to pray. So we just prayed. We just prayed and believed God, and we just started believing God and speaking life. Because I told him, look at my dad. Before he passed away, he was in a coma. And he was, he, he, was they said he was done. He was a vegetable. He would never come out of it. I prayed when he was in the coma, and he came out of the coma. Come on, somebody. He came out of the coma. When I was praying for him, he was crying in the coma. I led him to the Lord that he was in the coma. Because he had someone in the coma. Just tell him to repeat this. Just tell him to repeat the sinner's prayer. They can hear you. He woke up the next, that same, later on a couple of hours, he woke up. The doctors were all shocked. They said, oh my God, he's, he's going to be a vegetable. I went to go see him later on that day. I go, you know who I am? Because I know who you are. He started talking to me and everything. Then he started getting a little, a little crazy. Then I just started talking about Jesus. And I led him to the Lord, and, and I, was, I walked away, and a couple of later, he ended up passing away. But it was because, listen to what I'm saying, because of prayer. God said, I'm going to get this guy right before something happens. And we prayed, and we prayed for, for, for her, her, her dad, and now he's awake. He came out, come on, they're all shocked, he came out of it. He's doing better, and we're not done praying for full recovery. So we got to continue praying. Someone say, "Pray, pray, prayer." Pray. So, what happens? Prayer brings results, brings accomplishments. Amen. So we got someone, So we need to pray. So we need to fix some things. And we need to start praying. So, we have a healthy habit is creating a healthy prayer life. Amen. Come on, a healthy habit is a healthy prayer life. Number two, I'm probably gonna only do like two, three of them. Someone say, having faith. faith. Having faith. A good, healthy habit is having faith. Having faith. Look at Psalms 103, verse 19. Psalms 103, verse 19. When you have it, say amen. Psalms 103, verse 19. It says these words. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Mm. Can, can I read that again? The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Another version says it like this. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his sovereignty rules over all. Now, the word sovereignty is a supreme power, control, dominion. <laughs> In other words, God, God, God's got everything under control. Come on, somebody. His kingdom, his kingdom, his sovereignty. And, and so we have to have faith in that, that God controls everything. Are you with me? Someone say, God controls everything. God controls, and we have to have, create that habit in us, believing that. Believing that. So a healthy habit and saying, you know, I'm having faith and I'm understanding. You know what? God's in control. Learning learn to say God is in control. Because why? Not only is God in control of everything, He's in control of what happens and why it happens and how it happens. Why it happens, what happens, and how it happens. Come on, somebody. And so we forget that, that that's, he, if He is sovereign God and He's in control of everything... That we must believe that. Come on somebody, we must believe it by, someone say by faith. By faith, by faith. What does Proverbs 3, 5 says? And we know it, we, we, three, three, um, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So I'm going to trust with all my heart that God is in control of everything. I'm going to trust God with all my heart and have faith that he is, in, he's a sovereign God. That God can do anything. You see, what happens is we allow certain things to kick in and rob us of that. So we must say to ourselves that I'm trusting the Lord with all my heart because he's a sovereign God so that I don't lean on my own understanding. And all my ways, I acknowledge him because he is a sovereign God. I, in all my faith and all my trust and all my come also but in all my belief that he is who he says he is. He says that he will make your path straight. In other words, when you start going through a crooked area of your life, when you start going through some crooked things in your life, that because you trust the sovereignty of God and you trust that God is who he says he is and you have faith in that, that he will straighten it out. But that starts with having healthy habits. So my habit of keeping it up over and doing it over and over again is knowing that I need to have faith in God. I need to believe what he says. Come on, I need to trust what he's telling me. You know, a lot of times what happens is is our our, our body and our mind begin to lie to us. And so the, other, the only other option to faith or to having faith is to worry. Is to be fearful. Is to be logical. It's to put things in your own hand. So when you're not trusting and when you're not believing and when you're not healthy spiritually, you become unhealthy and you allow the logic and the fear and the worry to control you. And so now, it's so hard for you to to start saying, you know what, God? You are sovereign. You are in control. So, 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 So you battle with that because there's some unhealthiness there. And there hasn't been that healthy habit of saying, God, you know what? You got this. You got this. Why is it that we can do that with other simple little things? Oh, you got it, God. You got it. You got it. He's got it. But when it starts becoming personal, intimate in areas of our life that really need us to start saying that, we become fringic, we become push away, we become worriness, we become logically like, well, you know, uh, uh," we try to find the logic in it, the reasoning why we shouldn't do it. Which we bring excuses and we start bringing in the flesh And then we start bringing in, you know, all these weird thinking. And so by the time you know it, logic has controlled you. Now you believe more logic than you do the sovereignty of God. Mm. I love it when it's quiet. You're listening. How many understanding what I'm saying? Come on, amen, amen. So a godly life, a healthy life, A a life that has healthy habits is one that steps beyond worrying and steps into trusting. So I I, I go beyond just worrying and now I'm going to step into trusting God. Come on, somebody. I'm making myself trust God in the midst of my situations. I'm making myself trust the Lord and not lean on my own understanding. My logic, my worry, my fears, my, 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 all my weirdness. I'm saying no more, and I'm going into healthy living. <laughs> Logically, two plus two equals what? But not to God. Logically, two and three equal what? Then why did he feed thousands? So because logically, we have that faith. What? No, no, I have faith. Come on, I have faith. So a healthy habit for a healthy life is having faith, is having trust in God. Come on, give the Lord a great clap offering, amen. Look look at Psalms 37. Go to Psalms 37. Psalms 37. And here is, here is a, a beautiful picture of having faith. Psalms 37 verse one says this. Do not fret or do not worry because of evildoers. Psalms 37 verse one. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herbs. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires, come on, of your heart. He said, don't trip on all these evildoers. Just because you see evildoers who are up there doing what they're doing and they're prospering, don't worry about them. They're gonna get theirs. Because the enemy wants you to focus on that. Oh, well, look at the rappers and they got all this glam and all this stuff. Look at these actors and all that. They're drinking. It looks good, yeah, but they're going to have their judgment day. People who walk away from God and yeah, they get a good job. They get a good business, but what is it to prosper? What is it to gain the world but lose your soul? He says they're going to have their day Don't you worry. Because God said, I'm not done with you. I got a blessing for you. I got breakthrough for you. I got some healthy stuff coming your way. Woo! I got some desires coming. He said, I will give you the desires of your heart. Look at verse five. He said, But commit your ways to the Lord and trust in Him. Have faith in Him. Trust in Him. Don't stop trying to lean on your own understanding. Stop trying to commit all these other things. But get back some healthy living. Get back a healthy habit by saying, God, you got this. You got this. I have faith. You got my husband. You got my wife. You got my kids. You got it. You got it. Say, he's got it. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. Look at, and I'm done, I'm not done yet. Look at at this. He goes on, he says this, and he shall bring it to pass. Look at verse six. He shall bring forth your righteousness into the light and your justice as noonday. He says, you're doing good in the hood, you're gonna be okay. Because you're doing good in the hood, I'm gonna bring it out to light. And I'm gonna show people that people in the hood can do good. People from the hood can do good and be blessed. Hit that right there. People in the hood can do good. That's a shirt. Here we go. Doing good in the hood. Everybody okay? Look at verse seven. Rest in the Lord. That means rest, relax, sit back. Rest, when you got an arm rest, you lean on that. He says, so lean on me. Come on. Have faith in me, the sovereignty of God. The, oh, 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 man. The sovereignty of the Lord. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. God said, just, just wait. Don't worry. God said, I'm coming. I'm showing up. I'm on my way. Don't worry. Come on, don't fret. Don't have fear. Do not fret, do not worry. The word fret means worry. Do not worry because of him who prospers in his way. See, he's shooting back to the evildoer. Don't, don't trip because they're prospering and you look like you're not. Because, because, do not fret because of him who prospers in the way because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass, cease from anger and forsaking wrath. Do not fret. Do not worry. It's only causing harm. My God, it's just causing problems. Look at verse 9, please. For evildoers shall be cut off. Listen to what God is saying evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. My God, for those that are waiting patiently, and know that don't worry, it's promising to believe in God. Don't lean on your own understanding and get so caught up trying to gain wealth in the in carnal way and lose your spirituality. He says, have faith in God, the sovereignty of God. God is going to prosper you, God is going to bless you, you're going to inherit the earth. My God the hills, the mountains, the cattle, property, land, businesses. It's coming, but have faith. Have faith. He hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't forgot about you. He hasn't abandoned you. Just imagine me for a minute saying, I don't want a pastor no more. I'm gonna go and start my own business. I'm I'm just gonna do that, and I'm gonna pull away from everything. I'm gonna pull away from church. I'm just gonna go and do my own thing. Because you know what? I know that I know if I put my all my strength in the business, I know it will take off. I know who I am. But what's the use of gaining all that to lose everything? To lose my soul? To lose all that? To lose eternal heaven? So I have faith in God. And I'm going to continue doing what God wants me to do, build what God wants me to build, do what needs to get done for his kingdom. So if I do for his kingdom, God will always take care of me. I have not worried about that. And I've seen that. I know some people are always thinking, well, what about, you know, my own bones? And and, and when you you do it indirectly and you say, God, I'm going to have faith in you and I know you're going to do it, I'm, (laughs) I'm telling you. Things take off for you. Things take off for you. So have faith, church. Come on, somebody have faith. Have faith, have faith. Each time a situation causes us to worry, listen to this, we should stop and remember who's in charge. When things start causing us to trip, we need to just stop. Okay, Stop stop mind stop tripping you're in charge god you're a sovereign god you rule over everything come on somebody remember who's in charge and who rules over all we don't serve a mickey mouse god we don't serve a little god Serve a Diosito. We serve a Diosote. He's a big God. He's a mighty God. He's a great God. He's the King of kings and the Lord's of lords. He's a sovereign God. He cares about me. He cares about you. He cares about your future. He cares about your well being. So we need to stop and not allow ourselves to worry. Scripture says worry will not bring one, one inch to you. Hmm. So say have faith. Have faith. Have faith in God. Your faith is built and how do we get faith? Romans ten seventeen. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So how do I get a happy a healthy habit of having faith in God by hearing the Word of God. The Word of God excites me, creates a passion for God, creates me to believe in God, creates me to be excited about God, creates me to trust God. so when my flesh tries to tell me something uh-uh, because I've been I've been with God, I've been hearing the preaching, I've been hearing what has been taught, I'm hearing and it's creating me to have faith. It doesn't say that faith comes by trials. It doesn't say that. You show me where you get faith by getting trials. You know. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Now trials will test your faith, that's different. But the way we get faith is by hearing. Somebody say by hearing. By hearing, by, by come on, by tuning in. By tuning in, by tuning in, by, by hearing podcasts, by hearing the word of God. By, and when you, when you get into reading the word, to reading the word, because when you read it, you hear it. So faith comes by hearing those preaching the good news. And hearing the word of God comes into your life, cause you to believe God and have faith in God. Have faith in the sovereignty of God, the Almighty God, the Supreme God. I well, somebody, have your faith, have your faith, have your faith. I want us to stand this morning. i got about six, seven more to go. But I don't want to stop here. I want to stop here. I think that sometimes we get so used to God that we forget how powerful he is. See the reason why the Roman Empire Empire went down and started losing a lot of battles because they started getting comfortable. Started getting comfortable. And sometimes we get comfortable with God. That we forget that He's a God that is sovereign, a God that is powerful, a God who sees, a God that cares. And and so we we
0: we don't see him
1: as who he is anymore. We know he's God, but we don't see him the way we should. It causes us to not worry. And so we miss out in life. We miss out in our walk with God. We miss things. So we need to come back to healthy habits so a healthy life can flourish. And that consists of us, church, not becoming too familiar with God. See, when people come when people when people get too familiar with me, they lose the impact I can do in their life. Listen to what I'm saying. I I I seen people get too familiar with me. And so because they get too familiar with me, they don't really listen to what I'm telling them. They don't listen to the advice. They don't listen to Due to, to the opportunity they have to, to sit down and talk and so they miss that and so they, they lose that because they become too familiar with me. And so familiarity ruins a lot of trust, a lot of good things. And when we come too familiar with God, we treat him like he's just he's not who he should be. And we mistitle him from a capital G to a small g. And we lose the benefits of what he has for us. So a healthy life says this. I'm going to stay fearing God. Stay hungry. Staying thirsty for him. Because we come into a generation that's no longer hungry and thirsty for God. So I'm going to have faith in my creator. The sovereignty of God. Come on, I'm going to have faith in the sovereignty of God. A supreme God. I mean, I, I sit there sometimes, and I, I, I fathom sometimes. I say, God, man, you love me. You want to help me. You give me ideas, and you give me creativity, and you want me to do this. I'm like, man, I, I'm, I, I'm broken sometimes. I say, God, you want to. I don't know how, why you want to use me. Then He will tell me why not. He says, He says, why not? And that that allows me to know. Okay, God, you love me. You love me. You love me. And I, I have faith. I believe him for anything. I mean, there's, there's not one thing I have not believed him for. Because I have faith in him. I have faith in him. I'm challenging you today. Get back your healthy faith. That healthy habit that says, you know what? I need to start talking different. I need to start seeing things different. I need to change my perspective. I that, all these things have to happen. All these healthy habits have to happen. Because I want to have a healthy life. This year, I'm walking into some healthy living. Come on, somebody. Into some healthy living. So that means new habits have to happen. New habits have to form. New habits have to form. So that we go from habits to behavior to lifestyle. That is part of you now. Now it's, it's just, you just do it automatically. You know you need to pray. You know you need to have faith. And that's the bottom line. Come on, somebody. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. So I want us to bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, oh God. Yes, oh God. Yes, oh Lord. Yes, oh Lord. Oh God. We come before you, Father. To empty ourselves, oh God. Of all unhealthy habits, oh God. Everything that's holding us back. Everything that has created dysfunction. Habits that have created disconnection with you. Habits that have created us to be insensitive to you. All those things, God, we're coming before you. This morning, God, saying, take it away. Take it away. We, we don't want to be disconnected with you. We want to be healthy. Healthy spiritually. Oh, healthy spiritually. A healthy believer, a healthy leader, a healthy volunteer, a healthy usher, a healthy worship team, a healthy preacher, healthy media team. Oh, a healthy greeting team. A healthy behind-the-scenes team. Lord, we want to be healthy. We want to be healthy, God. We're letting go of our bad habits. We're giving up our bad habits. We're letting it go. We're letting go. Maybe you're here this morning say, Pastor, I don't know this Jesus that you're preaching on. I don't know this Jesus that you're talking about. But if I know, if I leave this place today, I know heaven won't be my home. Today, I want to believe in Jesus Christ, one who died on the cross and died for my sins so that I would be set free and that I would be changed and delivered and come into his presence and come into his home. I I need that, Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning. You say, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. I need to get some things right with God. I need to get some things right with God. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you God bless you, God sees those hands God sees those hands And here today say, Pastor I I, I need to create Some healthy habits And today you gave us two And I'm going to work on those two this week I'm going to work on them I'm going to keep them up I'm going to create a healthy habit of praying A healthy habit of having faith And letting God have full control over everything no longer, I'm going to get to control my flesh or my mind, control me. I'm going to allow God, the sovereignty of God, to control. With that you this morning, lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Hands are going up. Hands are going up throughout the church. You're watching us. Raise your hand. I want to pray with you. Hands are going up online. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. I want you to say this simple prayer: Say, Jesus, wash me your precious blood forgive me of all my sins come into my heart and make me new I believe that you died on the cross to set me free Lord help me to get rid of all my bad habits I'm going to pick up good habits prayer and having faith in you in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a great love offering. If you said that prayer, you have been forgiven, you have been set free. The Bible says that, that heaven is rejoicing. I'm telling you now, plug into a church, read your word, let God use you to your fullest. But stay away from those people that are getting you caught up. Caught up. I want to pray with you as we change the order of this service. I want to just pray for you. Put your hand on your heart, church, and those that are watching this live, put your hand on your heart, we're gonna pray. And we're gonna believe, God, and know that the power of God is here. Father, right now, I pray for all those, God, that trust you, that have faith in you, God, that you begin to remove the bad habits oh God, begin to remove those bad habits, God, that are causing separation from you, that are causing them to get caught up in temptation, to get caught up, God, in the lie of the enemy, God, Break those habits now in the name of Jesus. Lord, that they will surrender to you, God, and they'll begin to pick up good habits. They would begin to use the prayer and the communication they have with you, Father, and they would trust you. They would trust who you are and what you can do, Father. I pray that they would begin to have faith in you, God, not in themselves, oh God, and they would trust who you are because you're a sovereign God. You're a God that's in control of everything, Father. know everything you rule everything father so we want to be aware of that aware of that you can't do anything father yes oh god yes oh god i'm telling you he jesus knows who you are he sees everything
3: it's not over it's not over come on sing it out this morning Dios más my...
1: offering amen hallelujah yes
3: Jesus
1: oh man there, there is nothing like coming to God's presence and just being fully vulnerable just God here I am God this is you know do your best and he will do his best I'm telling you greater things are ahead church greater things are ahead of us greater things are ahead Greater things, greater things. Amen. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to enjoy that service. Amen. A great word. Great word. Great service. Amen. It's, I, I want to just let you guys know, man, that we got to continue pressing forward. Continue pressing forward. Amen. We're entering into a new year. Amen. And we're going in full throttle. Come on, somebody. Full throttle, full throttle. Amen. Amen. I'm grateful for all those that signed up for the Healthy Marriages. Amen. It's closed already. We, we got we hit the limit of our healthy marriages. We'll have one next month again. You can sign up next month for that. But don't forget, if you signed up, those that are watching us live and those here for the class, uh, it's going to start next month, every Wednesday. You know uh, They're going to have a registration form. It'll be online like that. If you want to get, get your books, get your books, follow along. I'm, you'll be blessed. I'm telling you, you will be blessed. It will bless you. Amen. And those that are watching us live, can, can order the book. You'll get the book too. They'll send it to you or you can pick it up on campus. But we love you, church. We love you. Get ready to do some rock and rolling right now. Amen. Let's leave this place with some good worship right now. Amen. We love you, church. And remember, with God, all things are what? Possible. God bless you. God bless.
4: God moved today. Hearts were touched. Lives were changed as the word of God came across. We are living in some tough times, but at the same time, an exciting time because God is moving. God is a miracle God. I just challenge you, church to continue to stay plugged in. We have different avenues. We can continue staying plugged in on our YouTube, our Facebook, our Instagram. Subscribe to those things that God can continue speaking to you and, and God can continue ministering to your lives. You know, also we have rehab centers for men and women. If you know anybody that's struggling and going through these, please send them our way. Let God move. Let God minister to them. You know, I'm excited because God is on the move. And he's restoring, he's healing, he's touching lives, he's breaking yokes, he's breaking bondages, he's doing miracles. As much as the enemy is trying to push himself and push his agenda, we are here to lift up the name of Jesus as a church, as we worship together, as we see God together, and we see God fulfill purpose and destiny. So I encourage you, I encourage you today to continue being plugged in and let God use you greatly. Amen. We love you and God bless you. And remember with God, all things are possible. God bless you.
0: We hope you all enjoyed service. If you would like more information about our ministry, we encourage you to call us at 909-572-6162. Or you can check out our website at www.livingwordinlandempire.org. Road to Recovery starts here. Do you know someone in need of help? If so, we encourage you to contact our facilities for men and women for more information. If you would like more info about our facilities, you can check out our website at livingwordinlandempire.org. If you happen to miss a service or a live stream, don't worry, we have you covered. You can hear all the past messages from the beginning till now by our very own Pastor Edgy. Listen now by searching Living Word IE in your Apple Music or the podcast app. Also, you can go to our Facebook page and click the link to take you directly to the recent message Pastor blessed us with. Enjoy. We're so excited to announce our LW online shop. We would love for you to check out our shop. All you have to do is head on over to our website at www.livingwordinlandempire.org and click LW shop so you can see all the awesome items we have in stock. You are greatly appreciated and thank you so much Just a reminder, all your proceeds go towards building God's kingdom.